And I want to close with a story of this man. His name is Billy Borden. Now I want to tell you about Mr. Billy Borden. He was heir to the famous Borden family wealth. You young people may not know about Borden Milk, but it was a great company years ago. Still a company today. But he was the descendant of the father of it, and he was stood to receive the entire inheritance of the Borden wealth. He was a brilliant young man with a place in high society, yet he gave up his reputation to mobilize fellow students at Yale to prayer. He was born into great wealth, yet he gave up his fortune and became a missionary. He had everything to live for, and then, still in his 20s, he gave up his life. Here's the amazing story of Billy Borden, a young man who lived and died for prayer, missions, and justice. As heir to the Borden Dairy Estate, William Borden was already a millionaire when he graduated from high school in 1904. In fact, his graduation present from his parents was a trip around the world. As the 16-year-old Borden uh, traveled through Asia, the Middle East, and Europe, he felt a growing burden for the world's hurting people. Finally, Bill Borden went home to say, I'm going to give my life to prepare for the mission field. One friend expressed surprise that he was throwing himself away as a missionary. And in response, Bill wrote two words in the back of his Bible. No reserves. No reserves. Even though young Borden was wealthy, he arrived on the campus of Yale University in 1905 trying to look just like one of the other freshmen. Very quickly, however, Borden's classmates noticed something unusual about him, and it wasn't his money. One of them wrote, He came to college far ahead spiritually of any of us. He had already given his heart in full surrender to Christ and had really done it. We who were his classmates learned to lean on him and find in him a strength that was solid as a rock just because of this settled purpose and consecration. During his college years, Bill Borden made one entry in his personal journal that defined what his classmates were seeing in him, and that entry simply said, say no to self and say yes to Jesus every time. Borden's first disappointment at Yale came when the university president spoke on the students' need of having a fixed purpose. And after hearing that speech, Borden wrote, he neglected to say what our purpose should be and where we should get the ability to persevere and the strength to resist temptations. Surveying the Yale faculty and much of the student body, Borden lamented what he saw as the end result of this empty philosophy, moral weakness, and sin ruined lives. During his first semester at Yale, Borden started something that would transform campus life. I want you to pay attention now. Those of you that are going to secular campuses, whether they're high school or college, pay attention right here. Borden started something that would transform campus life. One of his friends described how it happened. It was well on in the first term when Bill and I began to pray together in the morning before breakfast. I cannot say positively whose suggestion it was, but I feel sure it must have originated with Bill. We had been meeting only a short time when a third student joined us, and soon after that, a fourth student. 
The time was spent in prayer after a brief reading of Scripture. Bill's handling of Scripture was helpful. He would read to us from the Bible, show us something that God had promised, and then proceed to claim the promise with assurance. Borden's small prayer meeting group gave birth to a movement that spread across the campus. By the end of the first year, 150 freshmen were meeting for weekly Bible study and prayer. This is Yale University. By the time Bill Borden was a senior, 1,000 of Yale's 1,300 students were meeting in such groups. 